Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. There are many great efforts of Christian apologetics available, efforts to prove that the things we believe in are true, that God is real, that Jesus is the Son of God, that the Bible is the Word of God, that the crucifixion and the resurrection of Jesus really happened, and so forth. I'm all for these efforts. It's vital that a believer knows and is able to explain why he believes what he believes. And with so much false information and anti-God propaganda all around us, we need facts that strengthen our faith. One of the primary efforts of apologetics is to persuade the seeker, the unbeliever, or the doubter that God really does exist. Preachers have confirmed for us in countless sermons and books over the years the fact that there must be a God. The 19th century Scottish preacher Robert Haldane said, From the sole contemplation of the world, there are sufficient proofs of the existence of God. The early 20th century Baptist pastor William Graham Scroge said, To deny God is unnatural and indicates the gravest moral and intellectual deformity. Many scientists who set out to disprove the existence of God, but in the process were persuaded that God is real that the Bible is His Word, and that Jesus is His Son, and then they put their faith in Christ, they now offer us many, many scientific evidences of a Creator. I've heard and read literally thousands of arguments from experts in biology, physiology, zoology, anthropology, archaeology, astronomy, cosmology, geology, philosophy, and many other fields of study, confirming that there must be a designer a creator, a sustainer. Occasionally, I'll use some of those type arguments in my own preaching. So with all that in mind, I want to point out to you a fascinating fact about the Bible. In all of the Bible, you won't find a single place where the Bible is trying to persuade the reader of God's existence. Now wait, the Bible itself is the greatest proof that God exists. And reading and hearing the Bible will convince every sincere seeker that God is real. But the Bible contains no passages that say to the reader, the God that this book talks about, you can't see him or touch him or hear his voice. So here are 10 arguments to convince you that he really does exist. There's not any content like that at all. The Bible just starts telling us about the works of God, assuming that we already know who he is. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Bang, there he is. The Bible takes for granted that you already know that God exists as it proceeds to describe for you his words, his works, and his purpose. It never entertains the possibility that the reader might not know or needs to be convinced that the creator is real. In fact, the Bible calls the person a fool who tries to convince himself that God is not real. Hebrews 11.6 says that you can't even approach God if you're not honest enough with yourself to acknowledge His existence. So what's my purpose in bringing this out? It's twofold. First, the fact that the Bible contains no arguments to convince the reader that God exists is very convincing proof that God is the author of the Bible. If men put the Bible together, their first great effort 
would be to make the case that the God they're telling us about is real, because they'd be worried that people wouldn't buy their hoax. But God, the true originator of the Bible, has no such concern. God's approach to us is the same as his approach to Moses. I am. I don't need to prove myself, because I don't need your approval. I know that I am, and I know that you already know that I am. Which leads to my second purpose in pointing this out. No matter how earnestly you may deny it, God knows that you know that he's real. God knows that you know that he's real. Listen to Romans 1 verses 19 through 21. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, that is, in all people. For God hath showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. God knows that in their hearts, all human beings know that he exists. Sure, many are blinded and deceived, often at a very early age, and they need to have their eyes opened, and that's the work of the Spirit of God through the Word of God and the obedient child of God. But no matter what a person's experience has been, the nagging witness of their conscience is always there. And the Bible says that, therefore, every human is without excuse before God. Of course, whether or not a person is persuaded that God is real doesn't rest on a foundation of physical evidence or logical proofs. It's built on the foundation of a genuine, vibrant relationship with God through His Son, Jesus Christ. If you're walking in the light, living in daily fellowship with God, you're in the most secure place a person can be. Christian, God has great things ahead for you. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.